The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. Live statewide on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Hit up the guys on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line at 405-651-3439 or sound off on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Now, live from the Buffalo Wild Wing Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Blasting left on Hogan, down the lane, dunks. And then stares down Chet. Look at the scoreboard, Victor. Team game, dude. 103-78, 11.05 left. Slashing left on Johnson. Blows him away and dunks. Big time two-hand rim rocker by Holmgren. Don't awaken the beast. Move in front of Minnesota again for the top seed in the Western Conference standings with a 31-13 record 44 games into the season. A resounding route tonight of the Spurs, 140-114. Oklahoma trying to hang on on the road. Tot stops, right low post, dishes out high, extra pass, Keys, corner three. It's good! Lexi Keys with a huge Sooner three. It's Oklahoma by four, 35 seconds left. With just the sixth ever top ten road win in program history, they take down Texas in the Lone Star State Capitol. 91-87 to is your final score. Oklahoma wins on the road. Second attempt on her foot. It's in the air. She got it! She got it! She did it! Five bowls for Red Panda. What a performance again. Hall of Famer right there, ladies and gentlemen. Hour two, T-Row in the morning show. Toby and TJ Pack with you. A1 and Turkey Bacon. I don't know if you were listening closely, but that first Matt Pinto highlight, I think was a tip of the cap to you, TJ. Why is I can't that? confirm. I, I heard it, but I didn't, ca- I didn't pick up on that. Well, yeah, I think it's a tip of the cap to one of your famous lines on this show. Listen to Gaze. Uh, uh, the, the Thunder took on the Spurs last night, TJ, and Victor Wimbignano. Blasting left on Holmgren, down the lane, dunks, and then stares down Chet. Look at the scoreboard, Victor. Calm down, Victor. Calm down, Victor. <laughs> He's totally saying that. <laughs> Wimbenyama stares down Chet at, with a 30-point lead, and Matt Pinto's like, calm down, Victor. Matt, if you need Blasting to use that. Holmgren, down the lane, dunks, and then stares down Chet. Look at the scoreboard, Victor. <laughs> You got about 20 years of using that. I think he's going to be around a while. So uh, There will be an invoice. By the way, it's looking correct on my part that he's going to be a bust. Is it? Looking like it. Looking like <laughs> it. They're terrible. He's well, no, they he's are. No good. He's no Is good. What? I've seen I don't some games know. where he scored like five points. He's terrible. Let me see. Don't look at his stats, stats last night. Don't look at his stats <laughs> last just night. See. I just want to see what his, his season stats are. That's all. Uh, Victor Wimbenyama. Mm-hmm. Yep. Here we go, TG. Ready? I'm looking at his stats. Uh, here we go. Stats. That's what I want. Here we go, TG. Ready? All righty now. Here we go. Uh, 20 <laughs> points, 10 rebounds a game. 
Not very good. I mean, not very good for the number one overall pick. That's nothing. You could do that. Now, Luca's averaging like 34 points a game. Come on, Victor. You know who's having a bad season? The Arkansas Razorbacks. Now, you put the hex on these guys. You shut up in Tulsa, they were okay. <laughs> they Top saw 15. me in attendance and completely threw them in the other way. They they have been woo pig sour since Tulsa, TJ. I just made that up on the spot, by the way. Uh, I think they were six and two, seven and three, something like that when they played OU. Lost and have gone completely in the tank. TJ, you been following uh, Eric Musselman's? I, I have not. I can't say that team. I have. I'm sure I've seen scores and stuff, but not that I've like dove deep into or anything. They were a preseason top 15 team, okay? Well, watching them in Tulsa, they had good talent, I thought. Yeah, that's right. They are 1-5 in the SEC, and listen to these scores. Lost to Auburn at home by 32. Lost at Georgia by 10. Lost at Florida by 22. Beat Texas A&M by one. Lost to South Carolina at home by 13. And lost last night, lost at Ole Miss by 26. Oh, geez. Like, that's a guy that's lost his team, right? Is he, is he in trouble? Their closest loss was the 10-point loss at Georgia in conference play, one and five. He's been to three straight Sweet 16s. I know. But he's I mean, also a complete nut job. That's the thing. Like, if you're going to act like he acts, it's all cute if you're winning and he's your guy. But as soon as it goes south, it's annoying real fast. So, I, don't, I mean, I don't think they're going to fire him for one bad season when you take a team program to three straight sweet 16s that's not exactly been tearing it up since – Nolan Richardson left. But what a disaster of a year, man. They're not helping out OU at all. I know that. Sooners, by the way, a costly loss the other night. Net drops from 22 to 35 with that Texas loss. Oh, Yeah, that's that's a blow. We'll see uh, seeding-wise what that does to them in the next bracketology tomorrow, but I'm thinking six maybe. I don't know. That's a. I mean, in the end, it might be better than that because Texas may end up. You know, their their net was pretty low, and they may end up getting their act together here and and not being such a, a bad loss. But at the time, hmm. OU Texas Tech one o'clock Saturday. How you feeling this far in advance? Are they going to turn this thing back in the right direction Saturday? Oh, or are you worried, man? You know how this is. Now I'm worried. Yeah. I didn't like the way they looked the other night. So I'm just looking at this Arkansas um, box score from last night. Like, he's still like, let's see, eight, still playing like 14 guys, like big minutes. Like, and their starters only combined for 22 points last night. Ouch. How many technical fouls do you think he has in his career? Oh, I wouldn't even or- begin to tell you. I, I, 
I would say you think he leads the nation. Is there another coach out there that's got more technical fouls than Eric Musselman? There's some hotheads out there. I don't know if there's any that loses their composure the way that he does. So I would say no, not in a, especially not in a Power Five program. Um, so here's uh, I just I mean, he's the I Bobby just, Knight of today. Like you could, it would not surprise you. Is there a hotter you. head out there? No, it would not surprise you. Like if you woke up today in that game last night, Ole Miss blows them out by, uh, you know, twenty five, twenty six points. That one of the highlights is him throwing a chair across the court at the end of the game. Like that wouldn't surprise you at all. According to a weird site, hogstats.com, one of the stats they keep are technical fouls in Arkansas basketball games. Amazing. He has not received a T since the OU game. Wow. And at that time, that was his 17th and 18th technical fouls in four seasons at Arkansas. So 18 T's, four years. And this says he hasn't gotten one since. Four this year. Two against OU. They may have told him, you better cut this out. Maybe. Maybe maybe somebody had a conversation with him. Or maybe the games haven't been close enough to get too fired up about him, you know? I don't know. Um, Kansas State falls last night to Iowa State. 78-67 in Ames. I think you called that one, right? Did we do a who you got uh, I don't think we got a who, who, who you got for that one. I don't remember What doing that, that creates is uh, Texas Tech all alone atop the conference now at 4-1. and one. So first place Texas Tech sauntering, TJ. You know they saunter, right? Sauntering in the LNC tomorrow. Uh, Jeff Haxton and Chris Level will be leading the way. Grant McCasland, new head coach. Fans up in the 918, certainly familiar. Four and one Texas Tech all alone in first place. Three way tie for second at four and two. Iowa State, Houston, and Kansas. Uh, sorry, four way tie. Kansas State's also four and two. Baylor did not play a game this week. They are alone in sixth place at three and two. And then OU in a four way tie for seventh. At three and three with Texas, TCU, and UCF. Cincinnati, BYU, and West Virginia at two and four. OSU is at 0 and six. This caught my eye, you know, in the, uh, in, on the, uh, Twitter machine, the X machine, TJ. If you, you can do, uh, following and then there's another column that says for you. This came up in my for you this morning. Right. Jerome Tang's sister. Tweeting after the game last night. Not good, TJ. When uh, when the relatives start tweeting after a loss, you got to hold your breath. You know what I mean? Kim Tang tweeted after the game, worst, all capitals, officiated game I've ever seen, and I'm not being biased at all. <laughs> worst, all capitals, fans live in Iowa. <laughs> They're not going to get away with that ish. You know what that means, TJ? I'll explain it to huh. you later. Yeah, In that MHK, means. that's Manhattan, Kansas. Still proud of our cats, all capitals, for never backing down and fighting, learn and move on. So Jerome Tang's sister going after the officials and fans in the state of Iowa. You need to start sending more tweets out like that. 
I crossed the line Tuesday night when at halftime there was no foul called on on the JV on the and McCollum. shot at the halftime, yeah. Right. He got knocked to the floor. And the officials looked over at the scores table, and I shook my head. <laughs> I shook my head as if missed that one. That one and uh, John Hughley getting knocked to the floor, too. I think he made a dunk and got just slammed to the floor. And no call. No call. Mm-hmm. Anyway, not neither of those non-calls mattered. But um, Our boy Hack's going to join us on the show tomorrow morning, by the way. That's what you need to do. You need to start a fight courtside with Jeff Haxton. Like, I love Jeff Haxton. Like the video your daughter got the other night, you need to do yeah. that. Just uh, shoving and knocking each other down in your chairs. Do that. I, I couldn't do it with him. He's my boy. I, as much as uh, as he hates OU on his Twitter feed, he's my guy. Now, if you would like to go over all the different Big 12 play-by-play guys and who I would most likely fight, we can have that conversation. (laughs) Who would you you most like to shove down in their chair if they stand and step to you? I don't know. That's that's not the right conversation. The best conversation would be who wins a Royal Rumble between all of the Big 12 play-by-play guys? I don't know. That's the question. Uh, So I know all of them by voice. I don't know some of what they look like. I would say Haxton. Let's go over him quickly, okay? Jeff Haxton, you know. Yeah. Craigway, I know what he looks like. Uh, I know him. Craigway, you know. Yeah. Dave Hunziker, Bulls 300. Right. Uh, John Morris at Baylor, nicest guy in the world. He okay. would. He wouldn't even enter the ring. He'd yeah. concede. No, he would. Uh, Brian Estridge would be a wildcat. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would be. Yeah, he would be tough. Uh, John Walters at Iowa State, Tony Caridi at West Virginia, Wyatt Thompson at Kansas State, Brian Haney would rock chug it up at Kansas. <laughs> and then the, the, the new guys were just learning. You got Greg Rubel at BYU, uh, Cincinnati's Dan Horde, he does the Bengals, UCF Mark Daniels has been on our show a few times. And Houston, I haven't met that guy yet. It's Eschenfelder for uh, football, but I, I don't know the basketball guy yet. So I think it's a – I mean, if I'm taking myself out of it, which I would consider myself the probably two-to-one favorite Oh, here, absolutely, sure. Haxton is going to have to win quickly. It, there's going to be a cardio situation at some point set yeah. in. Estridge seems like he'd play dirty. Estridge, I, might get, I might make him the favorite. Estridge would bring backup. Like, he's he's rolling out with guys behind him. Yeah, like a posse? Like a posse, yeah. A frog posse? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe so. That's a stupid conversation. <laughs> Here's the slate coming up Saturday. You ready to hear the Big 12 slate coming up Saturday, TJ? I mean, every every day, right? Every day, every uh, every day is just uh, uh, unbelievable. Every Am I right, you're TJ? shuffling, yeah. Every day I'm shuffling. Here we go. Big 12. Uh, I'm taking its time loading. I apologize. TJ, say something to the people or sing a song or something. I've got it here if you want it. Yeah, give it to me. Let's do it that Uh, way. Your 11 a.m. tip-off is Kansas State at Houston. Ooh. Okay, that's 4-2 versus 4-2 right there. Uh, How about Kansas State's week at Iowa State at Houston? Yeah, that's tough. That's tough. That's your ESPN game. 12-30 CBS Kansas at Iowa State. 
Oh, tough road game for the Jayhawks. They haven't played well on the road. That's four and two versus four and two. Uh, obviously, your one o'clock game here in Norman, ESPN Plus Game Tech at Oklahoma. Also yeah. at one on ESPN two, Texas at twenty first rank BYU. All right. Also a one o'clock tip off. West Virginia will be in Stillwater to I'm take angry on the Cowboys. Right now. Let me tell you right now, I'm angry. That's a good chance for OSU to get one right there. Yeah, they better get that one. Uh, three o'clock tip time. ESPN uh, two TCU at the Baylor Bears, and your mm, evening game. Great game. Your evening game on the plus at six o'clock. UCF at Cincinnati. That's the dud right there. Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's the worst game of the of the bunch, but uh, I am interested in watching UCF a little. What time's that game tip? Uh, six o'clock. Okay, we can go home and see that game. Uh, we get UCF next Saturday, and I haven't really watched them a bunch. So uh, I'd be interested in watching that. I, 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 it ticks me off when they stack games all at the same time. Yeah, there's three or four of those that are at uh, oh, three of one them at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Um, okay, hey, that's – I mean, there's not a bad week, but that's a pretty daggum good week right there. Crazy day. I mean, we're not going to have – I mean, if OU wins, everybody's got at least two losses. And because you've got all these four and two teams playing each other, there's only going to be a couple of teams that don't have at least three losses in the league after Saturday. Two or three, I guess. So, man. Yeah, the other night I liked a lot of the road teams. I'm not loving a lot of the road teams this Saturday. No, don't. Just don't give ahead. it away. we got to build some drama for who you got tomorrow. So, All right, break time, 720. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. High Tower Clinical brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They also bring you clinical trial opportunities to Oklahoma. No cost or insurance needed. Medication provided for, uh, for free and patients are compensated for their time. Several area locations, including coming soon to Ardmore, HightowerClinical.com, or call or text 405-831-5905. wasn't just uh, Jerome Tang's sister, apparently. That's pretty wild, it looks like, last night. He was not happy after that game. And oh, did, did he During the game, I guess. Talk? Um, after the game, in the handshake line, he stops uh, T.J. Otzenberger and basically is going off on him, and he's pointing to the stand, really? and apparently... Iowa State fans were throwing stuff at their bench throughout the game and hitting his players, and I guess he tried telling them during the game, and uh, TJ was trying to get him uh, <laughs> a warning for leaving the coach's box, but he was just trying to explain that you need to tell Love your it. fans to stop throwing stuff at us, and so then they had Love words it. after the game in the handshake line, so it was a very much a Rodney Terry, let me stop you and yeah, let me tell, tell you, you about your you fans. Right. Yeah, no, that surprises me a little. Now, they are extremely passionate at Iowa State, but I've never known them to be unruly, at least when we've been there. It's not the, let me say it like this, it's not the first place in the conference I would expect fans to throw stuff at an opposing bench. So that's a little bit surprising, but. All right, oh, Jerome got um, a little bent, you're telling me. Looks like it. In Ames like last it. night. That's um, tough, man. Passion's running high. You're on the road. You get beat. Everybody's all over your case, and then you got to go shake hands with uh, the other coach, who you're mad at. You know, it's tough. 
Camo Sooners on the Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. He has sent us a link. Let me click on this. It's from Fortune.com. Oh, I have to have a subscription. But the headline reads, Alabama parents reportedly spent $3,000 to get their 16-year-old every variety of Stanley Cups. <laughs> Katie sent me a link the other day of uh, a lady that got uh, police followed her out to her car. And I don't remember the dollar total, but they opened up her car, trunk, back seat, passenger side door, and Stanley Cups just poured out. It was like $20,000 worth of Stanley Cups in her car or something Come like that now. that she had stolen. Like, I. People are losing their minds over these yeah. cups. I don't understand it. <laughs> just, just go buy a Yeti or an Arctic or something, people. They keep your drink cold also. I thought you were going somewhere else with that. I heard from five or six different people after the show yesterday or at the end of the show yesterday, text, Twitter, DMs, whatever it may be. You remember the story about the uh, coach that resigned – uh, because of the mom yes, yesterday, yeah, Elgin. We, Elgin. Yeah. yeah, the mom was all over her. She finally had enough, and she said, you win, I resign. I heard from five or six different people who said, we got one of those. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Basically, I heard. We got one of those. Well, you read one on the air, the person knows the lady. Yeah, I was going to say, I heard from Elgin. others that know this situation, and apparently, so that coach quit. Apparently, the previous coach got fired because of her. Like, this is multiple wow. coaches now. The previous coach was the current coach's dad. Yeah. So. Man, lady. I, apparently, Chill. she's she's something. And uh, from what some told me, it was like, it's not the coach's problems. It's that they're not very good. They just stink. So. Well, they're nine and seven. I have no idea how good they should be. Right. But not, you know, maybe they should be sixteen and zero, and they're just nine and seven. I don't know, but they're nine and seven, and I, I wonder what the mom's mad about. Is the kid not playing enough? Are I they don't not know. Running I plays know. for her. I wonder what. Man, mm. um, I we are lucky this year. So far, it's early, but this team Chloe's on. Like all the parents like each other. They're all supportive of the coach. Everybody loves the coach. The kids all like each other. It's like one of those dream teams, you know that. That never happens. There's always somebody that's been out of shape or doesn't like the coach or the parents don't like each other. Or there's a rivalry, you know. Don't get me started on Bronx's baseball coach. Don't get me started on that guy. You got Trammell's brother again? No. Trammell's brother hasn't coached in the league in a couple of years. So mm. I'm joking, Michael, if he's listening. Um, he's a great coach. Uh, if you're interviewing Plank Saturday, could you both wear name tags so we, at least we know who is who? Now, you're I'm not sorry. interviewing Plank. Plank's doing the interview for Plank, you. Right. Plank did the interview. He recorded an interview. interview. We're playing it at halftime. I'm not interviewing Plank, no. But I get what you're <laughs> saying there. It is confusing. When... Uh, Burley says, we ate at Longhorn Restaurant for dinner yesterday, and when I walked in wearing oh my, my OU jacket, I said, hey, do you guys serve Sooner fans here? The hostess just looked at me like I don't think that that's on the menu, but the food was delicious as usual, and the service was great. <laughs> I picture Burley walking this. in like uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Hey, hey, can I get some respect around here? What? Can I get a, like, wearing an OU jacket? I hate to do this. I love the Burleys. 
I consider him great. I saw him in Fort Worth. I consider him great fans, great friends. But you leave me no option. They are suspended for the rest of the week. (laughs) I mean, it's one thing if you went just on a random Wednesday, but they went to the Longhorn Steakhouse the night after Texas beats OU. The night after uh, Texas beat OU and the night that OU was playing Texas in Austin yeah. in women's basketball. That so. is a that is a one-and-a-half show suspension. They are suspended for the rest of the show. He's pleading for mercy. He's saying, please don't block show. me. Please don't block me. You're not blocked, but you gotta you got to be smarter than that. I mean, you're a great Sooner fan, Burley. There are a million steakhouses in Burleson, Texas, okay? Don't go to the one with Longhorn in the title. Be smarter than that. <laughs> You're sounding like TJ Perry now. Uh, Jay from Lawton says, uh, wants to know, did Jerome's brother Wu tweet anything out last night? Have not heard from Wu-Tang yet. No, they have not tweeted his, anything out. I do know his clan was in the house last night, but I don't know if he commented afterwards. <laughs> I just watched the press conference of Mule Turd about Grinch's firing. It's almost the same script as his first interview about stabbing OU in the back. Slept on it, hard decision, blah, blah, blah. Lloyd. Where did uh, this text come from the time capsule? (laughs) Lloyd's going back a couple of months. I'm finally going to go back and watch him talk about firing Grinch weeks ago. Was that sent in this morning? Yeah. (laughs) Lloyd's just now getting around to watching that press conference. You are correct, Lloyd. It was eerily similar. Speaking of Arkansas... In the one game they won in that stretch over A&M, they blew a 14-point halftime lead and had to hit a shot at the buzzer to win it by one. They are a mess, and Razorback fans have moved on to baseball. That's from Jeff in Arkansas. That's smart. I wonder when we're going to get I, – I, I need to reach out to the powers that be. I wonder when we're going to get how basketball and baseball are going to work next year. Kurt was asking me yesterday. And who the opponents are going to be. You know, like, I guess schedules is what I'm asking for, but I don't think we have had an explanation yet as to how many series are you going to play. Um, So there's going to be 16 teams. Uh, My assumption is that they're going to play 18 conference games, maybe 20, but probably 18 which means if there's 15 opponents and you're playing 18 conference games, then you're going to play, I don't know, are they going to try to play everybody once and three teams twice? Uh, I guess so. I don't know. What about in baseball? You can't play everybody in baseball. No, that'd be impossible. So how's it going to work? What are the postseason tournaments going to look like? And who the opponent's going to be. All that kind of stuff we haven't, we haven't heard. We heard about football, but that, not, nothing else yet. I wonder if that is going to be a June, late June drop to draw some talk for the SEC when a, in a quiet time. Oh, man, I hope it's before that for basketball. Oh, I hope it is before that, but I'm just wondering if that's what their thought process is. Yeah. Now, they may drop them separate, too, and drop basketball, you know, 
April after the tournament's been over for a couple of weeks and then mm-hmm. baseball in late June or something like that. So just to mm. continue talk. Uh, Sean wants to know, will you be in your undies during this pillow fight? If so, can we sell it to Cinemax after dark? Oh, he's talking about the play-by-play guys. Yes. That's a shot, TJ. That's what that is. I, I, Sean, I don't want to picture you and the rest of the play by play guys in this league. I don't uh, think Sean realizes fighting in their underwear. I don't think Sean realizes how much walking I've been doing and how many push ups I've been doing. How many miles you put so, in yesterday? Uh roughly zero point zero. Oh, come on, dude. I got it. I got well, I ended up going with dad yesterday for a oh, while. Yeah, and that's then right. I had to take by the way, uh, he did well, like shark yesterday. He didn't pop a team dapper yesterday, yes. like huh? They would have thought he got out of a car saying, pardon me, do you have well, any gray a, poupon? It was a gray poupon day for Papa T yesterday. <laughs> and then I took my uh, uh, niece. I had Uber responsibilities for her yesterday to swim practice. So wow. um, those are excuses. I could have found time to go for a walk, but I, I didn't. Maybe today. It's going to be nice today, too, right? High of 55. I think so. Man, it is thick fog out there right now. All right, break time. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. All right, uh, SEC Fact of the Day. We're going to talk some coaches here from some coaches here. SEC Fact of the Day. Coaching-related. Legendary Tennessee Hall of Fame head coach Pat Summit won over a thousand games, eight national championships, an Olympic gold medal, and I did not know this until yesterday. She used to drag race boys growing up. <laughs> what? In her car. <laughs> and they say, uh friends say she won nine out of ten times. She used to be a drag racer huh. growing up. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What a woman, huh? Yeah. Legendary Pat Summit, rest in peace. Uh, okay, so OU beats Texas last night, 91-87 women's basketball. Uh, Skyler Van, tremendous, 19 points, 12 rebounds. Nevaeh Tata, double-double, 14 points, 10 assists. Peyton Verholst had 18. Lexi Keys couldn't miss. OU 6-1 and one in the Big 12. They pick up their biggest win of the year over 10th-ranked Texas on the road. Vic Schaefer, TJ, is Texas's head coach. He was not happy with his team after the game. We played terrible. We played with no juice, no energy, and no fight. We happened to, with five minutes to go, decide to try to play a little bit better. Well, that's too late. That's just too late. That doesn't do anything for me except show me that... You just didn't want to do it the first 35. So that's not acceptable. It's not, I don't care where I'm coaching. I don't care if I'm at Timbuktu. You ain't going to play for me like that. That is not acceptable. And it damn sure ain't acceptable at Texas. So we'll watch the film. The film won't lie. And we'll address it. And we'll address it first thing in the morning when the sun's coming up. Ouch. Well, yeah. Early practice today for the Texas women. Yeah, you've got to bring the juice. You can't be wheezing the juice. How about the shot at ten buck two catching strays right there too? <laughs> Not cool. 
If I'm at Timbuktu, I'm, I'm offended by that. He's letting you know he's serious, too. They're going to be talking about it when the sun comes up. Yeah. It sounds Just like before it you a... guys ask. Before you guys ask. Yeah, we're going to practice. It's when the sun comes up, all right? They'll, they'll hear about it. <laughs> Chad McKee on the call last night on Sooner Radio, and he chatted with Jenny and Skyler Van after the big win. What a win for Oklahoma tonight, Coach. What, what can you say about the way this team just dug its heels in and would not give it up? Well, you know, it was really fun, obviously, in the first half, and you feel like everything's going well, and you're moving the ball, and we're shooting well, and I thought we just had great pace and great movement. And then I thought in the second half, I thought the third quarter, we kind of played. Same thing. I thought we did a great job. And then in that fourth quarter, we kind of got a little tight. You know, I mean, obviously, they're, they're so talented. Texas is so good. I mean, they, they crushed us on the boards in the second half, especially. Um, that was an area that we really needed. We knew that we needed to improve upon. We put them on the free throw line way too many times. Um, but I'm just really proud of when we had to get a stop, we got a stop. And when we had to get a basket, we got a basket. And it's not one person. We're finding a way. So I'm just really proud of, of our steadiness. Uh, I'm proud of the way that we shared the basketball. Uh, just so much fun today. Yes, yeah, Skyler, I'm, I'm looking at uh, a double-double from you tonight and a double-double from, from Nevaeh Nevaeh, Todd. Yeah. 14 points, 10 assists, oh and no turnovers in this game. What, yeah, She was really uh, Wow, Stunning. I didn't even know that. And That's how, amazing. And how fun to put her on the free throw line. And yep. I know she would have liked to made a couple more of those. But the one that she had to make, mm-hmm. the one with the most pressure on her, she yep. made. Yep. And I'm so proud of that because the next time is not going to be the first time and so we're facing so many of these first times you know the first time sky has to have the ball in her hands i think she was a byproduct last year of maddie williams putting her in positions now she's got the ball in her hands i mean look at what peyton verholst i felt like she what she was able to do today i thought she was phenomenal too uh sahara williams yeah. i mean that was so much fun to be able to watch her i'm proud of our young players that came in because the first time they came in there's so much glitz and glamour here i mean there's smoke i mean they're sweeping the floor you know they've got all this stuff they've got everything here there's lights <laughs> everywhere there's cameras and you know i felt like we were really steady so it was fun i answered 10 questions you didn't even ask that's perfect a <laughs> lot of energy i know uh, skyler yeah. take us through some of those moments in the huddle in in the closing moments mm-hmm. because as coach said there are still some players sahara williams first time she's gone through something like this peyton verholz first time in this building i know lexi keys has been in here lexi but he was phenomenal oh, yeah she, she was really unbelievable was. that shot that she hits it's yes. a one-point game yeah. at 85 84 Shot clock running down, deep left corner three. How about that shot that Lexi hit tonight? I mean, if you're watching the game, like, you saw the energy. When she made that, like, we're all, like, going insane because that's such a big three. And I feel like Lexi, these past few games, has really, like, started to feel like her game, like, feeling it coming back to her. So I think for her, like, that's just amazing. And, I mean, it felt good for us. Take us through uh, keeping everybody on the same page and calm in those final minutes as you're trying to close this thing out. What was it like? Oh, it. Other you know, than you all staring at the bench. <laughs> I was like, you're still playing. You stop yeah. staring at the bench. But, those, but that's also what we can do. Yeah. We can. That's where we've got to learn. Yeah. That's where we really have to understand that we have to be able to learn, and we are very capable of leaning on each other's strength. Um, you know, it's really funny. It's like you're, It's like parenting. You know, they stare at you when you don't want them to, and then all of a sudden when you're trying to get their attention, they have no idea you're trying to get their attention. But honestly, I it was. I don't know if that's what you felt, oh, yeah. I think. But then I thought Nevea was really good at making sure we got on the same page but i think peyton verholst took so much pressure away from everybody and i felt like lexi keys Mm -hmm. did the same thing especially out on that perimeter Mm 
and it allowed Sahara to make a play. Yeah. It allowed Skyler to make a play. KJ. I yeah. mean, you know, we had everybody a lot. Had a everybody had a role. Had yeah. Everybody everybody did. This team is not turning the basketball over, and, and it's been remarkable. You, you have fewer than 10 turnovers on the road mm-hmm. at Texas, which is known for playing excellent defense under Vic Schaefer. Mm-hmm. What's been behind this, valuing the basketball and not turning it over, continuing to share it, as you always do, but limiting those turnovers, Really Skylar. just being connected. I feel like, in like Nevada taught, like we just have a really good point guard that really kind of keeps us steady sometimes. You know, sometimes, you know, you get a little frazzled with the ball, especially with kind of pressure like Texas. So I think really just having that person to look forward, like look at, to like be like, okay, calm down, but also like knowing that you trust everybody on the court, like you trust like they're going to catch the ball when you pass it. I've kept you both too long. You need to go celebrate. I know, we go got to go celebrate, it. and then yeah. we got to get on the that flight home because yeah. this is, you know, it's a heck of a lot more fun to get home. <laughs> I can promise you that after something like this. But thank you, everybody. We had a busload of people that were here. Nice. It was awesome. We could feel your energy. So thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening back home. Boomer. Very cool. Um, it is a lot more fun to fly home with a winning team, TJ. I can attest to that. It is not <laughs> fun at all to fly home when it's foggy. Right. Uh, I uh, I hate landing in fog. Uh, I I like to see the ground when I'm landing. TJ, call it me. I was gonna say just keep keep the window closed. But I know you like to open and see out and see the ground, like I, you're saying. I, I, so. Yeah, I'm I th- I'm not a, as nervous as a fly, of a flyer. Some people think I am, but I do like to see the ground. I don't like to be in the clouds. Uh, I either want to be above the clouds or under the clouds. Right. And when you're landing in fog, and we've had to do it several times, and you're like, I know we're getting close. The wheels are down. We're slowing down. You know, you know when you're a, when you're about to land. And I'm like, I don't see anything. Nothing. <laughs> fog, 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 fog. And then like at the last second, <laughs> like I want to see the ground. I want to know when we're about to touch down. So I'm sure they got home safe last night, but that's not a lot of fun. Great win, though. Jenny's excitement. Uh, came through on that interview. I was picturing the little girl and the gif with the cotton candy uh, when she's like uh, heads all shaken and she's all hopped up on the sugar from the cotton candy. That's how I pictured her giving that interview. Well, it's going to make tonight fun because we got Rudy's tonight. Uh, Porter Moser and Jenny Baranchek, 7 o'clock hour. First hour tonight for the huddle, we've got Mark Williams talking some men's gym, and Roger Kish, the wrestling coach, going to join us tonight at Rudy's. So come on out, join us uh, live. You can watch on ESPN+, Plus, listen on Sooner Radio, or on the Varsity Network app. Last night, the beginning of a, well, I mean, it's all difficult, but a very difficult stretch for the Sooner women, and what a boost for them to start off that stretch with a win over their arch rivals in Austin. Six and one, that's going to vault them up the net rankings. And, um, you know, I think they're a half game back of Kansas State, who's still undefeated. And uh, now they get Kansas Saturday. The next week, Kansas State, undefeated Kansas State is here. And then they get Bedlam and Stillwater after that. So big stretch ahead. We'll be back. This is the Ref Sports Radio Network. There are trucks, then there's the truck. 
GMC Sierra with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. T-Row in the morning show, High Tower Clinical. They believe everyone should have access to new treatment options through clinical trial participation. It is a great song. Hightowerclinical.com, 405-831-5905. They bring you this hour of the T-Row in the morning show. Hey, driver. <laughs> Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Uh, you ever in, heard Warren Peace? Uh, Warren Peace, is that their name? Uh, Warren uh, Treaty. Warren, Warren Treaty. Treaty. Have you ever heard them sing anything else? They uh, did the National Anthem yes. recently and killed it. But they, they have other hits and stuff? Songs? I wouldn't say that I'm familiar with their catalog, but I've seen them on, like, award shows performing other songs. Yeah. But... Um, I like them. That one's obviously helped them kind of explode onto the scene. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. In my opinion, this isn't my opinion. This is this nine one eighters. I M H O or just I M O? They spelled it out all, word, all the words out. In my opinion, okay. Okay. it would be nice to build a new basketball arena. Our bleachers are so far back from the court, it needs to feel like a scary atmosphere for opponents, and it definitely doesn't right now. Okay. Funny he should say that. They're looking to try to perhaps build a new arena. Yep. Um, just now has got uh, some talking, uh, you know, just got it started talking about processes. it. It's in the processes. No, I'm teasing. Um, yeah, hopefully it's... Uh, Fingers crossed. Done soon or answers soon and construction begins. Uh, this is the best segment I've heard on this show. That came in at 7.17. What were we discussing mm. then? No idea. No idea, TJ. I don't either. I don't know what we were discussing back then. Must have been good, though, huh? It was the best segment ever. Ravens! Ravens! Coach T! Bus! Emoji! Be safe! All right. Thank you, Coach. Well said, too. All right. Top of the hour break, 405-651-3439. If you'd like to chime in today, 405-651-3439. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line. Toby and TJ on a foggy Thursday morning. We'll be back. 